Hey everyone, it's Anton, host of the Discount Podcast. Look man, monies can suck a lot. The weekend's over, you gotta go back to work. Maybe you can't stand your coworkers, which is likely. Whatever the case may be, we can help you make your Monday just a little bit better. Check out our show, the Discount Podcast, where we talk about nonsense and anything and everything. It's always fun, it's not always politically correct, and it's just us. So tune in and let us make the start of your week not suck quite so much. Available wherever you can listen to podcasts. New episodes up every Monday. Discount Podcast, the DP. You didn't expect it, but you might like it. What's up, everybody? Solid Snake, and then you went with the mysterious stranger from from Resident Evil. What you selling? That was was supposed to be what it was. (laughs) I'll pay a fair price for it. Um, Now we're just being the creepy guy on the corner for drugs. Weird. (laughs) Oh God, damn it! (laughs) All right, Uh, it is. It is the spooky season, ladies and gentlemen, and we are rebranding for the month. We are now spooky casual. Wait, I don't remember getting this mo this uh, memo. There was no memo. I made this, this decision was now. Totally planned for months in advance. This, this was an executive decision, apparently. <laughs> it was. Um, so, I am your host Sedge. I am joined by my co-host Lightsaber Ninja, aka King Kegel, and Control Freak. Evening. We uh. Light did manage to free himself of the Sarlacc, so... He's still a little we... discus. Yeah, yeah, you know, but... it, it's got a real scary front, but getting out the back's pretty easy. I can see why Boba Fett's arrived. Oh, oh, oh dear. <laughs> Apparently he's also smelly. Yeah, alright then. <laughs> well, we'll need to give him a bath after the show. That's all you, buddy. Uh, nope. Bathe me, Dad. Oh God! All right, the wrong type of spook here. Continue. <laughs> Jesus Christ! We're also joined by a guest this week, uh, Anton of the Discount Podcast. What's up, buddy? These guys are dumb enough to bring me on a second time. <laughs> I know we've made so many mistakes. <laughs> um, I was going to bring here. up the I'm fool back. me once, shame on me; fool me twice, shame on you. But there's probably going to be a third. No, you got to yeah, do it the way death. that. Uh... Our, for, our, our former president, Mr. Bush, did. Like, uh, oh, I thought it was once, a Trump thing. Uh, it's a shame, shame mm. on, on you. Uh, fool me <laughs> twice. <laughs> See, you get fooled, can't get fooled again. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! You know, uh, what, you know, you know what, though? <laughs> just on, that, on that subject, for all his gaffes and guffaws and and cringeworthy moments yeah of which there were many after 9-11 when he looked at the camera and was like we will not falter that shit was like goosebumpy well what the fuck else is he gonna say like we're fucked apparently we've gone to politics casual everybody yeah okay (laughs) first off consider the source uh sedge and secondly 
do you people used to make jokes like that all the time that used to be an acceptable thing you can make fun of bush for being dumb you can make fun of uh clinton for getting a blow job you can make fun of nixon for being you know a fascist <laughs> okay all right, all right. okay all right. Political no, we're, we're moving done. yeah we're moving on <laughs> hey this is a game these this are is a gaming show. jokes that they used to say on oh Family. Oh my god. <laughs> that have nothing to do with gaming. <laughs> because uh, it's not gaming casual, it's spooky casual. I mean, except if you play that one game. game. If you play Which fucking uh, JFK Reloaded. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually I played that game. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. I haven't played it, but I haven't. <laughs> Didn't I give you the file? <laughs> I think you did, yeah. Uh, it might so, be also acceptable the... in Mr. President Get Down. Oh, God, that game. <laughs> I don't know any of uh, these games, but these titles. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, when we're done recording, please go look up Mr. President the game on YouTube. <laughs> you won't be disappointed. Not at all. Uh, on that note, what's everybody been playing this week? Who goes first? Uh, whoever speak, you know what? We'll let the guest go first. There you go. You did this last time and it ended horribly. Um, <laughs> I, I, to be honest with you, I haven't really had any time to play shit because, like, that we also fair. rebranded for the month, and you know, avatars and a new theme, and that all takes time. So that's fair. And I had a lot see, of work to do. Here's the difference: you you put in time to rebrand. Av- you have avatars for one. You put in the time to rebrand, do a new theme, and I'm just like, uh, yeah, we're doing spooky this month. Woo! I mean, it's fine. I Not everybody has to go as extra, you know, as I did. I went on to Fiverr and hired some dude to do them for us, so. That's, That's was it, more. Was it the same guy who did your old art? No, the old, the ones we normally use came off of uh, some chick's Instagram. I've got like a whole album in Fiverr that I've just saved for different art styles so I can just rebrand whenever I want. Nice. Ah. Good way to go about it. So yeah, I've been All playing right. the game of life, basically. He's been adulting. Been yeah, it fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh well, alright. Uh control, what have you been playing? So more borderlands. Then some more Borderlands. A uh, bit of uh, Gears of War for the uh, the new escape mode that they added for 5, which is fun. The I think I might have mentioned it a couple weeks back. The map building is actually... it takes a li- There is a little bit of a learning curve it's at the start, but once you get into it, it's actually a lot of fun to build it up. I just wish you could test certain rooms faster, because... You have to technically finish the stage and then create the stage, publish the stage, load the stage, and play the stage before you can really see what it's like. Um, mm-hmm. That sounds dumb. It it takes a bit of time, but you can actually make massive stages, which was one thing I really liked. Because um, you, uh, as you go through, you technically put in checkpoints throughout the stage, and that creates the next wing. And I don't think there's technically a limit to how many wings you can put. So, like, I have a a stage that's four sections long. And it was actually, yeah, 
That was the longest one we played yesterday because all the <laughs> ones that are officially branded, I think the most was two. Yeah. Which so. which is a shame, but I think they're even uh, even the developers are still kind of learning it. Yeah, learning <laughs> they, how to they fully take advantage. It they, oh, there is such a lack of ammo in that mode, though. Yeah, it's like you have to go through it just knifing people to death or being really good at getting active reload headshots. Yep. Not gonna um, lie, though, the the level creator very enticing. It's in. yeah. It's really well done. I I gotta say, it is actually very well done. Um, did you ever mess around? You were did about you to ever say... mess around with the uh, level, the snap map creator in Doom? I did not. Um, I think the reason I never got into the snap map creator for Doom though, um, was when it first came out. It was very buggy. Ah, uh, yeah. So, because I, I, I loaded it up and I tried to set stuff up and I just, I couldn't get it to work for the life of me. Apparently it's a very powerful system. Like once you, oh, yeah. once you understand it, you can do a lot. It's like the, uh, it's like Halos where, oh yeah, right. you, you want to make an RPG in a first person shooter. Yeah, we got you. What? That okay? What? I'd say that's more Little Big Planet than Halo because Halo was just level creators. But yeah, sure. Doom did some crazy shit. Um, no, I know. <laughs> I've, I've seen some of the shit people did with Doom because you program the AI, you program the camera, you pro somebody yeah. used the snap map to make Doom third person. Yeah, <laughs> um, which looks really funny. <laughs> but then the uh, the last game that I got a little bit of time in today, which just launched, was Destiny uh, Shadowkeep. Woo! So, everything is bumped to 750, so you no longer have to worry about your light grind. Oh, Everyone good. starts at the same point. Uh, I actually saw a trailer. If you don't have all three characters created yet, when you create a new character, they pulled the intro segment from yeah. Destiny 1. And I thought really? that was gold. Like, I thought that was the best way to set it up, to bring it back to point one you are a new guardian instead of oh hey you've been a guardian for a while and we're going to start you off with the assault on the tower it it's but it, it's it original starts you wake off with up. the you've been dead a long time and have many questions yes nice so i uh, I, I definitely liked that um and i only did one mission of the story because i also had to adult um, but I like it. I like it a lot. Going back to the moon is great, and <laughs> I cannot wait to explore more. Get that wizard. That I, wizard came from the moon. I I can't fucking wait to get it uh, loaded because I was a dumbass and forgot to preload last night. You um, can't see it, but I'm making the shame motion. He don't he ever is. forget I to pre. No, you never forget to pre. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna. I forgot to pre. Can't forget to pre. It's uh. Nope. It's important. <laughs> Mr. Obama. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's me. But yeah, that uh, uh, that encompassed my weekend activities. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Light. I know you've been uh, screwing around with some mobile games this week. Oh, I. I have. I, I 
Maybe. That's what you told me, and I was hoping you'd tell us about <laughs> them you? instead of just being quiet for a while. Oh. Shit. Um. Oh, man, I had planned on talking about Sonic. Did this dude no, just log but... on? What, what is happening? <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think he just booted up. Oh, my own uh, robot? The, the Sarlacc is getting to him. <laughs> the, anyway. It's the fumes. Uh, yeah, uh, Mario Kart Tour and Call of Duty Mobile both just dropped recently. I've had more time with, uh, Mario Kart. Right, because Call of Duty just dropped today. Yeah. Didn't it? Uh, it was like yesterday. Oh, well. It doesn't matter. It was very It really recent. doesn't. <laughs> um. So... I'm going to hold off on Call of Duty. I've been enjoying it, which is weird. Because it's both a mobile game and Call of Duty. Um, the perfect evil. Only. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting to see how many microtransactions they put in it, because they did the whole mobile game shtick of, like, here's some oh, yeah. free currency, use it to buy a thing. Here's this, here's this. I'm like, oh, oh god, how much money are you going to take from... Here's free currency. Unfortunately, how much you need money 501. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's like here's 100 free currency. Hey, buy this new gun for 100 currency. Well, that's that's actually the thing. I mean, again, I'm going to hold off on it, but one of the things that Call of Duty does is in the tutorial they tell you hey, you know, you'll get like way more way more everything if you if you sign up for this gold pass. Spend real money on me, you'll thing. get extra shit. Yeah. They're like, here's all no, the shit you're That's also missing. how my dating life works. That's just, in general, that's just how buying things works. Also, like, jeez, it's a big oof, Shane. Like, like the worst mobile games, uh, their shit you can buy in there from 99 cents to $99. Shane, if her name is the name of a gemstone, run away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, uh... Why would you ever spend $99 on a fucking mobile game? I don't know. Uh, Mario Kart's pretty bad for that. Uh, they don't shove it in your face uh, nearly as much, but it, the options are there. And you don't... Like like the worst of the worst of mobile games, what you get if you were to spend $100 is just nothing. Another bullshit thing with Mario Kart is that uh, they have a goal that is $5 a month. Which means it's sixty dollars a year, which means that it literally costs more than Nintendo Switch Online. How many drivers do you get off the bat? Uh, your first one's free, and then you, you just unlock get to pick one. one. You have to pay per. No, you don't that... pick. It's all loot crate. <laughs> Fuck that shit! Do you get I'm to out. pick your first one? No, there's there is a pipe. Uh, that launches a random driver at you. Oh, random my ass. Uh, I got Bowser. You get a shy guy! A Bowser, oh my god. It was Fuck pretty that dope. shit, I'm out. You get this is already Fuck scary enough. That shit. Yeah. Out the way that Mario Kart is set up on mobile with the drivers, the carts, and the glider is that each one uh, can do better on different types of tracks. 
and they have tracks from the GameCube. They have tracks specifically for this game, and they have tracks from like uh, the 3DS and just most of the systems, even the SNES. Many hours later, it's Jesus. it's very it's it's a very vexing game. Like Mario Run, that was their first one, right? I yeah. think so. So so Mario Run was like so fucking good, but it cost ten dollars flat out. Even though that unlocked everything. And then Dr. Mario was just trash mobile game where they're like, oh, get the first 20 levels, but that, that's literally the tutorial before you have to pay some money or wait. And uh, this game sits in between them. It's, well, it's a highly enjoyable experience. You do not have to pay money. But I can understand why some people were upset about it, and it's still got gross practices. Nintendo hasn't figured it out yet. And I bet they never will. That was my favorite Nickelodeon game show. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna take a side street here <laughs> off of off of the rant lane. I didn't think I, I had all that in me to talk about that game, man. No, neither did we, and yet here we are. Especially since my, my base thesis for the whole thing is I'm kind of mixed on it, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, and then it's it's fine. that There's a 15-minute rant. We're good. Let's talk about um, it. Well, hang on. Oh, okay. I've been playing Borderlands and Gears ha! and a little bit of Call of ha! Duty Mobile. <laughs> and that's all I've been playing. Hey, and now... hey how them first two matches on COD Mobile feel? Like? No, we're n no, we're done. <laughs> it feels good. No, it feels like a war crime. It doesn't feel good. I felt dirty it feels after so it. feels so good. When have you no. ever seen results like that on a COD game? I mean, I don't know how good you are at that shit, but like... Yeah. When I was in high school, pretty fucking good. Now I never see those results. I never, I barely get a three kill streak because I'm really bad at COD. But I've never no, launched yeah. so many UAVs. Anyway, yeah, twenty <laughs> fucking kills. Anyway, it's spook. <laughs> it's time for spooky shit, guys. <laughs> and uh, He's since we're gonna be favorite. since we're gonna be doing this shit for the entire month, uh, we're starting it off with. Uh, our favorite horror games and series. So that's where we're starting it off today. So I am going to turn it over to our lovely guest, Mr. Arcade, Anton of the Discount Podcast. What, <laughs> sir, is your favorite horror game? There is no Anton here. It is only Vincent Price. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Get out uh, of here, Vincent. Yeah. This is a gaming podcast. This is for this is only for there can be only one. <laughs> this is only for Christopher Lambert. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Um, I've, one of my favorites. Um, I, I think my my, my Christopher cool. Lambert. I mean, it yeah. could be. I've been told it sounds kind of it flip flops. Well, I just because I you do that voice, and I think of Igor, and I think of um. Uh, whenever Robin Williams says, I can't bring people back from the dead as the genie. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I could see it. I don't like doing it. 
<laughs> I can't bring people back from the dead. I'm not dead. Yeah, Lambert's a little bit. He's got more of a, I don't know, a little weird twang in his voice. I don't know. It's been so fucking long since I've seen Mortal Kombat, and I've never seen Highlander, so. I've never seen Highlander either. Any fucking way. Um, <laughs> let's see. I think my one of my favorite horror games of all time is uh, Eternal Darkness. Hmm. I, oh, fuck. I know that game, and I don't remember is, anything about it. It is like one of the Thank most you? underrated. Fu- yeah, GameCube. The most underrated oh, fucking okay. horror games ever. Silicon Knights, Sedge. It's their game before they did Twin Snake. Oh, yeah. Right, right. These guys. Okay. It's, it, it's the, It played so well at the time because like, there are a lot of mechanics that are built into the game that only work with technology of the time like like your psychosis yeah like as you go deeper into the game like it starts off with little shit like you'll think you'll see a fly on the tv so you'll swat at it and it won't move and you're like okay that's very weird and then later on they start to do shit where like remember how old tvs used to turn off where it would just like collapse on itself yeah Yeah. they would do that in game so just randomly would like the screen would collapse and you'd be like my fucking TV just shut off and you'd go to turn it back on and turn it off and then you turn it back on and be like alright I don't know what happened or they had you know the old volume meters where it was the green bars yeah so like that would pop up on screen and the volume would turn down so you try to turn it up and you're at like 35 and it just it did a really good job of fucking with you while you were playing oh that sounds lovely cause like no shame hmm uh, sometimes wouldn't the game crash? It would, yeah, it would, it would, it would fake like it crashed, but no yeah, shame, like, I fell for, I fell for every single one of those, every time. <laughs> oh, that, see, and, see, that's the problem, because that sounds super cool, and nowadays it's like, the green bar would show up, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, this yeah, is no, my oh, TV. Cute. Yeah, it would yeah, it like, wouldn't oh. fly in modern gaming. Yeah, no. And if you swatted at the fly on your TV, you'd probably just end up breaking your TV. <laughs> in a similar vein, the first time that uh, the first, whenever the screen goes black and says Hideo in the fight with Psycho Mantis on MGS One, it looks just like whenever you change your TV to quote unquote video. And right. that got me the very first time I played. I didn't. I didn't realize that that was an H. Uh, apparently, Eternal Darkness is coming to the Switch, though. I have to look into this now. I mean, it it definitely won't play the same on a Switch. No, but it'd still be kind of a cool thing to you know experience it. It's one no, you know what. You suck it up like a real fucking gamer, and you seek it out, and you spend the money I did on the market for it. That's what you do. Get a damn GameCube, buy an old tube TV, and be a real gamer. Well, I have a tube TV. I'll just hook my uh, dock up to it. (laughs) Just run it through an HDMI splitter. Splitter to RCA converter. Yeah. Oh, man. They even make those anymore. Yeah, oh, they yeah. do. Yeah. I have one. Oh well, color me impressed. Yeah, you can you can buy them off of fucking uh, Amazon for like ten bucks. Hmm. The future um, is now, dude. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the future is so no, in that, the past, that, and the past is that's, in snow. That sounds like a fucking awesome horror game because, it, honest to God, I, and then this will be a next week topic, but I will say that a game that can fuck with the player mentally, that is the best kind of horror game. Yeah. Yeah, it was so good. Um, but yeah, so that that's that's what you would say is your favorite one. That is, yeah, that's one of my favorite ones. I hold a, I mean, you know, I'm like a, I got a super boner for the Resident Evil series, like up to I'd say five. But well, yeah, because five's where it stopped being scary. Well, was it four? Was the one where you were in that weird, uh, that weird village, right? Yeah, yeah. Four, four was the Spanish one. That's where they lost me. It, it, it took really. It, it, and see, here's what it is: is I'm not a fan. I wasn't a fan of that control style because I have such a nostalgia boner for walking like a tank in into my inevitable <laughs> death. Ah, okay. So you you're a wow. you're part of the the controls are what made Resident Evil scary. Partially, yeah. I, not being able to yeah. accurately run away is fucking terrifying. I literally could not play any of the Resident Evil games with the exception of Survivor, which is an Survivor sucks so much ass. I loved it. I thought (laughs) Um, but uh, I couldn't play any of them. I had to sit there and watch my little brother play them until four, and I got to borrow a GameCube and four to play through it, and I couldn't finish it because of the the them things. The regenerators? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking noise what? they made. That was that. That was like a weird That snort. was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty close to the fucking noise they made. I thought you were having a seizure for a second. Sorry. No, no, <laughs> no. And I didn't just put my cat really close to the mic again. He's lying. Um, okay, so you have a big nostalgia for the old Resident Evils and. What did you think of the two remake? Oh, it's fucking! It was amazing. It was amazing. Cause, cause I thought that pretty much gave you the same fear of the of like playing Resident Evil Two, but just coated in a nice glossy new coat of paint. It did. It did. With and a much like, better control scheme. Like I can't get the hang of the uh, the pivot. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I know what you mean. Like, I, I just can't do it to save my life. So it's it's still just as scary because I still cannot accurately run away from my death. <laughs> I, I <laughs> have awkwardly shuffle away problem. from your imminent doom. Basically, I, yeah. I have the exact same problem in Max Payne 3 and The Last of Us. And in both of them, it's very convenient to do a 180. I just never managed to pull it off. It's, I forget that I have it. Yep. Yeah, no, same. I I think you can do it in 7, too, and I just never remember that you can do it. So, like, yeah, Eternal Darkness, the Resident Evil series, and I think Fatal Frame. Never played See, it. Fatal, Fatal Frame is one. I own Fatal Frame, too. I've just never gotten around to playing it. I hear Fatal Frame is terrifying. It is. There's nothing you can do. It's literally like, here's a bunch of ghosts and a camera. Good luck, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> but and that brings on the fucking like atmospheric style horror again. Like you're you're being crushed by the atmosphere around you, and on top of that, there's ghosts that want to murder your face. Mm-hmm. Japanese ghosts at that, which 
I'm going to be honest. The Japanese do horror very well. Their yeah, only defense is to try thing. to get their good side. Yeah. I think the whole atmosphere thing is why PT still endures. I Well, no, because... Yeah, because PT's creepy as shit. Yeah, Nothing funny happens about that. in that fucking game. I'm do, actually, do you I'm, still have it? I'm watching that. Like, I'm watching the Grumps play it right now in the background to keep the spooky <laughs> atmosphere. Oh, really? <laughs> I love that episode because at the end of it... Uh, what is it? Is it Danny that just starts Danny's crying just like, at the end no, of it? No! 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 We're done! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You can't still right, play yeah. that game, can you? No, you can't. You I can't. If you, well, if you have it, he can because yeah. he didn't delete it. Yep. Is that like I a file you, you can send me? I saw. Uh, I don't know. I think you have to send the whole hard drive. Uh, actually, you might be able to transfer it to a, a USB. USB. Yeah. We should figure that out. And I'm wondering if you could like make a copy of it on the USB or something. <laughs> Totally free, of course. I will give you no money. We're not doing anything weird here. <laughs> it's also been recreated in Unreal for PC, but yeah, but it's not the same experience. Isn't yeah, she's same? not constantly act actively behind you, as yeah. hackers <laughs> How realized. How about finding that out? Yeah, you, I I did a thing where I walked spoilers, backwards. dude. Shit. <laughs> well, that was the thing. They broke the code, basically yeah. to see like. What else is just hidden in the code? And one of the things they found out when they pulled the camera back was the fact that behind your character's model is the ghost constantly. It's why you like, can see her in the mirror. That is horrifying. That's so sick. Yeah, it's such an awesome little they detail. Did, they did it so well, though, because they always made you afraid to turn around. So it was always there. You never saw it because it was just attached to your back. But... You know, you always felt like something was right on your ass when you were playing that game. I like if you stopped for too long, you were gonna die. Backwards. Yeah, <laughs> I walked backwards through the halls, so she didn't jump on me, and she was there the whole time. <laughs> uh, good times. Um, yeah. Uh, Control. What about you? So. I don't know if it's because I'm a baby back bitch because I have played plenty of horror games and I can probably say I've only finished half of them generally mm -hmm. because I'm such a baby back bitch that I go slowly through segments I shouldn't be and I run out of resources to get further. So mm. like uh, Amnesia. Nice. The original Amnesia game. Amnesia the Dark Descent. That game put me so on edge even the opening segment where it's like you're just in this weird ass fucking castle the atmosphere <laughs> in totally that game well, it, <laughs> again they, they set it up for like why kind of set it up for why you're there but it's just like you're in this castle and it's an empty goddamn castle and it's just creepy as shit to walk around these hallways and then the weird stuff starts happening and it's just like, no, 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 no. I'm going to hide here. I've got my goddamn lantern. I'm getting my sanity back. And I'm out of oil. Shit. Where's that was the oil? first of the hide-and-seek brand of yeah. horror games, right? Well, yep. no. The first of the hide-and-seek brand of horror was Slender. 
No, amnesia was pre. No, no amnesia was amnesia was pre slender. Was it pre slender? I thought slender came first. No, slender um, was dumb no. anyway. You couldn't actually slender... hide. No, slender still scared the shit out of me, man. Yeah. yeah uh, let's see. Amnesia: The Dark Descent came out originally. Wow, 2010. I thought really? that was yeah. Oh wow. And then That's Slender, I think it's recent. Slender the Arrival was the original yeah. one or was that the No, uh, that's the Slender original the eight pages. game. Yeah. Slender the Arrival was the official game. Uh and then the 8 pages 8 pages was tw uh, 2012. So Slender really? came out 2 years after Amnesia. Huh. And then 2013 I, I... was for the uh the Arrival. Yeah, and Arrival was like the real game where you, half the time you weren't even fighting the Slender Man. Yep. No, you were running away from that other dude in the mask. Yeah, yeah Charlie, I think his name was. Uh, that game was still pretty scary, though. I did a whole huh. series on that game, job. and it took me like four episodes to fucking get out of the generator room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I was there for one of those. Um, <laughs> But no, so Amnesia is probably one of my top like for old school horror and then a old more recent school. title, but still, I think actually, you know what? Wow. It has been five years. Wow. 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 I'm Owen wow. Wilson. Wow. <laughs> wow. We, we've had so many celebrity guests this podcast. I'm Owen Wilson. I should play Wario. Wow. 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 Um, but <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so, this is supposed to be spooky, motherfuckers. Spooky, spooky, spooky. Um, Nothing scarier than Owen Wilson playing Wario. <laughs> uh, yeah, that actually would be kind of horrifying. He just has a mustache, nothing else. The mustache and the hat. Otherwise, it's just Owen Wilson. Yeah, Luke Wilson is Waluigi. He comes into your, he comes into your house quietly, and in the dead of night, Wow. Wow. <laughs> no, not even the full <laughs> name, even... just wow. There's no plot. It's just those two dead staring each other in the face in a room for 90 minutes. Wow. Well, that's my Man. nightmare for the night. Um, <laughs> but no, for a more recent horror game that was AAA rated, uh, Alien Isolation. I think yes. I want to play it. That I... did such a good job of transit because start of the game is very much oh god oh god oh god like I, I i don't know what to do i don't know where to go please stop trying to murder me everything you do get to a point where you start having weapons and you can kind of fight back you're probably gonna lose now, um when you, when you say you get to a point you mean against the androids right or do you mean fight back against the alien? Technically, you can fight back against the alien. You can actually kill the alien early on. But it takes mm. a shit ton to do so. And the alien disappears for the first portion of the game. But it will come back. Huh. As so aliens do in the Aliens movie, or in the Alien franchise. Um, That's true. Yeah. 
you haven't since you haven't played the game, I, I'm not going to spoil it. If you guys yeah. do intend, I mean, actually, that's a pretty good game for a Spooktober type of thing because it's a uh, so much horror. I, I might think... actually stream that for Spooktober. <laughs> Would you Here, say I just that thought of another like, one? Polishing off the hide and seek horror. Um. I would say like, it introduced amnesia new was crawling and and isolation was finally running. Eh, to a degree, yeah, I, I I could kind of say that. Um, the big thing that I liked with isolation though was you weren't helpless. So often in these horror games, the hide and seek style horror game, it's you hide yeah. and hope you survive. You don't get a chance to even try to fight back. Now, yeah. with the alien, technically, it's going to one-shot you regardless. So if it gets close to you, you are dead. Um, but you still have the weapon to attempt to defend yourself. So even if in some situations it might only be the illusion of fighting back, it's still there. Your brain still thinks for a split second, I've got a shotgun. I can, I can, I can fight, fight this. Yeah, and I don't question you why just I as a grown adult just sat there and died. Yeah, and but then you just get vivisected, and it's like, oh shit! That's right, so, it's an alien. Yeah, so that <laughs> that's that right. is why they I are uh, perfect killing machine. That's why I would say Alien Isolation, in terms of like a AAA title, kind of tops my chart. Even edging out Resident Evil Two, which I loved because again, you could fight, but you always had to be kind of mindful of your ammo. Yeah, um, Isolation does a good job with that as well. Isolation also does a good hide-and-seek thing with Mr. X, because you can always hear him no matter what. Isolation? Might not be you, you, you said Alien, not Resident Evil. Oh, yeah, I'm, I meant Resident Evil does the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Resident Evil does the hide-and-seek thing about as well as Isolation does, because X is always there. Right. Mr. X is fucking terrifying, and it made it so much worse with that Pennywise mod. Oh god, not the Pennywise um, mod. And actually, one thing I kind of learned about Isolation that uh, actually made the game even more interesting to me is the alien has a AI for just itself. So yeah. every time you play the game, every time you go through a segment, the alien might start there, but it will never take the same two paths. So yeah, good. Yeah, it the alien smarter AI than me. The of isolation yeah. is pretty good. I remember early reviews thought that the alien cheated. Yep. But come to find out the AI director can cheat, but its entire goal is to make sure that tension is always at a at a specific level. Yeah. Once, so once it, you've had it too much to make tension, the game it scary. down. Yeah, but well, <laughs> technically the alien never cheats. But it does sometimes get hints. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go and play that for, uh, October, I think, on stream. Um, Light, what about you? Favorite horror games? Uh, unless Control's got another one? No, that, I'll, I'll pass it on to his, I'll keep it to two. I, I don't play a lot of horror games. I, I, I have a couple things I could say, but no, I don't have anything that really, like, um... I have The Last of Us. That's about as spooky as it gets, I guess. Hmm. Uh, Last I of think Us isn't... Uh, it's okay. a horror game. No, it is, and 
there are a couple parts in Last of Us with the clickers in the dark that you I I was chewing on my controller at one point. Well, okay, so in my first playthrough, that first time that you go to the clickers in the dark, yeah, that's terrifying. Every subsequent playthrough, that's where I feel the most badass because I I, I know how they work. Uh, my most tense moments in that game are against the human. End. That's true because that. The game isn't about the zombies because it's it's technically in the post outbreak world. Like everybody knows the zombies are there, but they know how to deal with them. Yeah, yeah it's the, it's really good, and I don't know, it's all around good. Uh, and the only other horror game I really have is The Walking Dead, which isn't anything as far as. Are you the, talking about the Telltale series? Yeah. Yeah. I um, I wouldn't. I don't even know that I'd classify that as horror. Yeah. I, it's all in the same genre. It's just like the difference between like, you know, like a, a thriller or a slasher or something that's actually fucking. Um, left for the Telltale Left for Dead series is that moment when you're yelling at the TV in a horror movie. There's uh, a Left for Dead Telltale. He meant Walking Dead. I, I meant Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty fucking dope. I, I was about to say, I was like, I'd play a Left 4 Dead Telltale game. Give too. me that. <laughs> pipe bomb over here. Pipe bomb over here. Jovi's over here nodding her head furiously. Like, yes, I would also play that. <laughs> but uh, Oh, we should have hooked her up for the mic because I know she would have been down for the spooky. Uh, I didn't think about it. I mean, I can always plug one in, but who knows what you hear while I do that. <laughs> yeah. With Plus the, um, <laughs> the hide-and-seek genre. You mentioned Amnesia I never played, but I did play Outlast. And that was all right at the beginning, goes off the rails at the end. And in between, it just kind of felt like it was just trying to be like, it's, I don't it was know, a walking, walking simulator. The, yeah. the difference between uh, Outlast and Amnesia is direction. In Amnesia, you pick up a clue and you learn where you need to go. Like mm. you, you find a letter somewhere and it says, "Oh yeah, you know, I was doing the experiment down in the basement with the formula," and that's that's what you get. Like you get this letter detailing this experiment to wipe your own memory. So you go mm -hmm. down into the basement to try and find this little lab. Whereas in Outlast, it's, "Oh God, this creepy thing is chasing me. I've got to run to the next doorway. There is literally mm. only one pathway." It's just riddled with corpses. So See, I will say, good. I I have been also playing a game that's similar to the Amnesia Outlast this week. Why'd you say so, that like a weird dude? I don't know. <laughs> Amnesia. Amnesia. <laughs> Amnesia. <laughs> hello, I'm, hello, Stewie Griffin here. Stewie Griffin here. I, I, Amnesia. Yeah. I, Amnesia. Um, <laughs> Uh, I've been playing cool Blair Witch this week. Okay, Walking Simulator mm, 2.0. You, you fucker. Yeah, but see, Blair Witch has more of the amnesia thing where you you find clues and you have to figure out where to go based on the clues, but it is still very much a linear path through it. Right. And also with the Blair Witch, like, probably hunting you, right? It, yes, Something's hunting you. I don't know what the fuck it is, okay. but something's hunting you. It it, yeah. it does atmosphere really well. It's just 
bland. I don't feel scared by the thing. It's bland. Yeah. Well, and that's because um, I don't want to spoil anything regarding it, but because I watched a full playthrough of it, like start to finish. And mm. I will say I never felt like jittery watching it. I was kind of I feel bad halfway through. I called the goddamn ending. And I felt bad because I was like, I I was hoping that this would be a good suspenseful horror game and it just kind of fell flat with how they implemented it because it it works very well with the Blair Witch mythos but it just kind of crumbled because they didn't uh, they didn't set it up well Um, actually I could link this to one that I think would be a good topic. I don't know if you anyone else has played it. Uh, Soma. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So Soma it was a psychological horror. Nice. Um, it delved more into like there was it was still dark, creepy. You know, something's kind of going bump in the night, and you're never really sure what it is. But it also delved into kind of like mind games, like. What would you do if you realized you woke up at the bottom of the ocean because the world has been destroyed? By the way, you're no longer in a physical body. You're in a robot. Oh, okay, because I was going to say drown. I was going to you'd be fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. No, you you're, wouldn't do much. Like, that, but that was the thing. Like, You start realizing kind of what else has been happening here because your character starts off getting a brain scan. And then the next thing you know, you've woken up in in this underwater lab, in this robotic body, having zero clue what's going on. Um, it is a good game. It is fairly. It is kind of linear, similar to like we said with uh, Outlast and Blair Witch, but the subtext and what you unveil as you're going through all of this really did a great job of kind of plucking away at your at the back of your brain like hey this is actually really creepy when you think about it so i i kind of wish maybe if they had gotten a better director for the story with blair witch it could have been a much better game yeah i agree and and that was the other thing while playing through it i'm like None of this is scary. Like, the forest is generally a little creepy, but that's just because it's a forest at night. Of course it's going to be creepy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm sorry, Light. I cut you off in the middle of that. Sorry, right. I only have uh, good experiences after. Just continue on. All right. Uh, well, I guess that, that brings it to me to round it out. Yarp. Um, And I, I'm going to say... Like, one of my favorite horror games <laughs> was actually the one that turned uh, Anton off of Resident Evil, which is Resident Evil 4. Boo. Yep. No. Boo and, this man. Okay. <laughs> Are you saying under- boo or boo earns? <laughs> um, I, I know that it's not as scary as the old games, because obviously the controls... 
disagree. What made the what made the game scary for me was the fact that Honestly, it was the section in the castle. Or it was the fact that yeah. you could die at any point if you fucked up. Even with like, the big fish. Yeah. <laughs> there was always a point where it's like, no, I am always at risk of death. I am not the infinite badass. Uh, you know you what are is... eventually the infinite badass, but... You know what is brilliant about RE4 that only came to light in the past couple years? Is there hidden difficulty slot? Oh? Yeah, no matter what difficulty you play, if you start doing really good, they'll ramp up how hard everything is and how many enemies there are and how tough shit gets. And if you start doing really poorly, the game gets progressively easier. Just to make hmm. sure that you're always at your level of difficulty. Okay, so it does kind of a Left for Dead director AI thing. Mm-hmm. And what the uh, new Resident Evil Project Re Resistance is trying to do. I mean, well, I, ex right, you're starting to get giving... further and further. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so Resident Evil 4 was one of my favorites. I would also say, like, Dead Space, the first one. Yeah. yeah. That game built... And, you know, we're, I'm seeing a theme here in everything we're saying. And this will probably come next week when we talk about what makes a good horror game. Yeah. Which is what I'm saving my brief anecdotes for. Yeah. Um, Dead Space did a great job. Even though it was a lot of jump scares, they built a perfect atmosphere. I have too much. Yeah. <laughs> um... Oh, oh, don't worry. We'll we'll get to that talk. If if y'all heard that, that would be Jovia of the Discount Podcast. What all we did will, you hear? I heard her saying, "I have too much to talk about." Oh yeah, for sure. That. I asked her if she wanted to take my spot. I'm like, "They're talking your shit," and she's like, "Nope." <laughs> no, she. We. I. I have plans, but I can't talk about them right now, because nothing's set in stone. Um. But yeah, no, Dead Space did a great job at building the atmosphere of the destroyed Ishimura. Yeah. I and so one of the big things with both Resident Evil and um with Dead Space, the biggest aspect that actually made me jump, like the biggest horror aspect, was your first big encounters with unique enemies. So Resident Evil 4, the chainsaw guy. Like yeah, your first encounter with him, it's just like, what the, f what the shit? I just I just plugged like five shots into this dude's head. He should be down, and then you get chainsawed in half. What this dude can move? Yeah, and then later on in the game, when you start headshotting things, because it's like, well, they're zombies. I'm just gonna headshot them easy day, and then the tentacles start popping out. Yep, like those were the two big like horror moments for me in Resident Evil. With Dead Space, it was always just like, what fresh terror are they about to pull out for this? And it was like, you had the little baby shits. That, the, the baby bombs. Literal yep. baby bombs. What the hell? You had the unkillable fuck. Yep. The, the constantly regenerating demon from hell, basically. 
but every time you encountered something new, it was like, how do I, how do I, what, what do I even do on this? And you would learn and develop like different methods to kill different things. But it like, you always had that initial, like fright, initial scare. And they would usually tease something you'd find like, a dude pinned to a wall with a bunch of spikes in them before you bumped into the little shits with the three tails that shot spikes at you. So you kind of got a preview in a terrifying way. Well, with the little shits who shot spikes into you, you actually run into them the first time you see the guy banging on the glass, like, help me, help me, and then the thing uh, shoots him. Yeah. Okay. Yep. If if I remember correctly, I could be re- misremembering, but I'm pretty sure that's how it went. Yeah. And the first time you bump into the baby bombs, it's the woman in the nursery, and she's just holding one of the damn things, and then the window just goes red. So, yep. I never made it that far. Um, I only got to play, like, the first quarter of Dead Space 1, and then the opening of Dead Space 2. Another one good thing- setup. Oh, yeah, Dead Space 2 is amazing. But one thing that I will say is Dead Space 1, I I don't know when the last time you guys played it was, but the opening is actually kind of hilarious. Like, they spend a long time building up tension, but when it comes time for you to get the the mining gun, um, like when you get your weapon for the first time, they are so over-the-top and blatant about how you have to aim for their limbs. And I get that it was a new mechanic at the time, but it, it comes off hilariously. Like, yeah. okay, guy, you really, you were bleeding out, you were dying, and you had time to scrawl in blood, aim for the limbs on every fucking wall leading up to where I found your body. But I think part of the reason they did that is everyone was shot for the heads. It's like, oh, oh yeah. they're just zombies. Shoot the head off. Well, and then it's like, like I get, oh, God, I get it's still it coming towards me. Mechanic. Yeah, I get that it was a unique mechanic at the time. It's just coming in as a fresh player, like not just a fresh player, but a fresh player who knows of Dead Space. Yeah. It was just kind of funny to see. Well, they even had the audio log at the start. of Like when, right before you pick up the gun, there's actually an audio log you can pick up. And you hear two people. So I think the blood used to write most of the messages wasn't that guy's blood. Um, mm. But you you hear the two of the two guys talking, and one of the dudes is shooting this thing, and he's like, "It's not going down. I've like, it's lost its head. It's not going down." And then he gets stabbed, or something. Yeah. But you like you hear them talking, and the other dude starts screaming. It's like you. You know, you got to shoot off the limbs. You got to shoot off the limbs. And then he starts for dying. Solid, and... For a solid 20 minutes before you pick up the gun, they beat it into your head. And it's yeah. very... Like, oh, yeah. I imagine that back then it was like, you know, you were probably so enraptured that you're just like, okay, I got it. I got it. I'm going to go for the limbs. I'm going to go for the <laughs> and limbs. And then you but don't. Like playing it now, yeah, I'm just and then like... You just completely go for the head. Yeah. <laughs> but playing it now, it's just uh, like, I get it. Well, yeah, I mean, now going back and playing it, it's like, all right, aim for the limbs, pop, 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 done. But the first time you play that game. Yeah. Well, that's like, like uh, well, go ahead, go ahead. Because you're, you're paying attention the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. I, I was doing the same thing. It's like, all right, got to shoot the limbs, got to shoot the limbs. First time you see one of them, popped him right in the head. 
Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's not going down and I'm impaled. No. It's just, it, oh dear. So I I think that Last of Us is a, a perfect game damn near. Uh and uh there's a moment in there where they how do I do is it is it been long enough that I could just talk openly about the game or should I keep it spoiler free? What about Last of Us? Yeah. I mean, there's okay. Regardless, there's a moment at a university where you're looking for people and they're not there, and uh, Joel finds a tape recorder. Well, it's a it's ah. a it's a digital voice recorder, and in that moment, for exposition for the game, you know, and to make sure that everybody's still in character, there are moments where he like fast forward. Somehow, it sounds like an old school cassette Walkman, despite being a digital recorder. But he manages to constantly play it at a point where you get the gist of what this guy is saying, even apparently he's talking for like hours or however long it is until he dies. But somehow every time Joel plays it, it's a perfect piece of exposition. Stuff like that sticks out to me now. Whereas in that first playthrough, it's like, oh my God, this is so enrapturing. Yeah, no, I... I don't know. Like it, it's the atmosphere that builds a good horror game, and oh, that's why like atmosphere, yeah, yeah. And one of the one of the games that's regarded as the best horror game of all time, Silent Hill Two. That game was dripping with atmosphere. Speaking of Silent Hill, uh, one of my first most terrifying experience. Well, after the Resident Evil games on PS One. Uh, the next generation. Most terrifying experience was the demo for Silent Hill 4, The Room. Yes, dude, The Room. And I don't know how the game as a whole plays. I do know it was the only demo that didn't time out, which made it extra terrifying. Every other demo had a time limit. This one didn't. It had an end point. I think that they build the atmosphere perfectly because there's something terrifying about waking up in your disgusting-ass apartment and it's changed. The door is chained from the inside. That alone just sets the tone so well. I think Silent Hill Four was an underrated gem in the series. It really was. Like every a game lot after of people, it's garbage. Well, yeah, pretty much every Silent Hill game after the first four is trash. Until the fucking demo for the Until- game. Well, yeah, until PT, and we were all like, oh, it's the revival of the Silent Hill series. Eh, we're canceling it. Oink. Bitch. Hmm. All of you. <laughs> I think, you know, I know Konami gets a lot of hate from people for firing Kojima. Honest to God, I think they get more of the hate because they canceled Silent Hill. Oh, yeah. Like, I think that's a decent part of the hate, and... Yes, what they did to Kojima was shitty, yeah, but we know that that's just my take on it of people were super pissed that Silent Hill got canceled. Um, but yeah, so anybody, uh, anybody have anything else in terms of horror games? I do, actually. I just thought of one a oh. little bit ago. Oh, go for it. Uh, Condemned. Oh, Criminal Origins. I forgot about Condemned. 
that, yeah. You want to talk fucking terror? Oh, God. Condemned and Condemned 2 were somehow both scary action games. Yeah. I think they married them both very well. They they did the Bioshock, like, action horror, but they definitely went more on the horror. Dude, I got, I jumped out of my my seat over a yeah and and no, condemn- oh boy and on your end and- shane for as much as it scarred you i'm surprised you didn't say uh until dawn <laughs> i i was actually gonna i i forgot to say until dawn because i was gonna you know, say that go ahead i'm sorry i just know because un- until dawn did the thing that every slasher movie tries to do which is get you really invested in the tension <laughs> and they did it so fucking well through the interactive medium. There was literally a point where I chucked my controller across the room involuntarily. In I was just about to say, wasn't Jovi there for that? Yes, yeah, she was. <laughs> what? In... <laughs> like, she, 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 can't even, room. she can't even hear us. And all I said was she was there and she knew exactly what moment I was talking <laughs> about. No, Until Dawn was a genuinely creepy game, especially when the... Uh, when the monsters show up because the way they move is like the nurses from silent hill super twitchy super fucking twitchy and super fast as somebody who loves a playable film i i really want to play that it's it's well worth if you get the chance it's well worth your time and then man of medan you mean you mean man of milady <laughs> See, man, I'm a, oh god, <laughs> milady! <laughs> I want to stab half the ca- like the cast in Until Dawn was your standard, you know, horror movie trope. cast. Yeah, the entire cast of Man of Medan, with the exception of the captain, I want to stab in the eye. I'm not going to acknowledge they that game unless you suck. call it Man of Milady. No, I will not call it Man of Man of uh, Milady. Tips Fedora. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I can't decide if I like Man of Medan or not. Like I like it, I just don't think I like it as much as Until Dawn. Oh yeah, definitely not. But the the genre should keep. Yes, I th- I definitely oh, think no, the ab- genre should continue on. Absolutely, and I think that the playable film genre, yeah. horror movies, man, that's where you need to be. Yeah. Well, doesn't Man of Medan have, like, an option where people can vote on choices and stuff? Well, no. E- each person can take control of a character. Yeah. So, oh, that's cool. Although it, it's kind of a double-edged thing because it also cuts the game in half. Mm. Not if you're playing at couch co-op. It doesn't. <laughs> I got one if final playing... one. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, if you're playing Man of Medan, like, over the internet co-op yeah it cuts the game in half yeah but it adds the suspense of you don't know what choices the other person's made so suddenly they go off into their part and come back and it's like weren't there two other people with you (laughs) what did you do no don't worry about it (laughs) one final one for me this is another Mostly action game with horror elements that just work. And I, I thought of it because you brought up Condemned, a game I forgot about but was obsessed with for so long. Uh, 
What? What? <laughs> fear. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely fear. In in fact, me and uh, the aforementioned Jovi that you can't hear were talking about fear earlier today. Hmm. Yeah, the the first no, c- one the first one was was beautiful. The demo was even super scary and set the the tone. The second one, I was like, oh, they're going more into an action route, and then it started scaring me. And the third one was yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it added the co-op thing, which ruins horror in that type of game. And because fear, fear was not built for co-op. Fear was built for you are solo, and now Alma is in front of you and terrifying you on a ladder. If you can tell, that is what happened to me while I played Fear. <laughs> that game was genuinely spooky, though, but also super actiony. It was the opposite of Doom 3. <laughs> uh, uh, there's a great horror game for you. <laughs> yeah, you could technically t- classify Doom as horror, but that's horror in the same sense that Dead Rising is horror. Yeah. It's not horror. That's a power fantasy game. Well, <laughs> Dead Rising is horror in the way that Shaun of the Dead is, I guess. But I would say that Doom is horror in the way that Freddy versus Jason is. <laughs> oh, God. You know, we didn't even talk about the other genre of horror games that started to pop up. The competitive co-op horror games? Oh, like Dead like by Daylight and Friday the 13th. Dead by Daylight, Friday the 13th, uh, the new Resident Evil. Like, we're getting to a point now where... Because Dead by Daylight does a fantastic job of terrifying your fucking pants off. It really does. Hi, Podcat. <laughs> oh, yep. Podcat is here for all of your listening pleasures. Yep. She wants head pets. Um... But yeah, no, I I know that uh, we never got to play it. But the Friday the Thirteenth game that was that was a pretty scary game at points. That was okay. Didn't that game die so that Dead by Daylight could live? No, that game died because the creators fucked up, and then Dead by Daylight took its place. Well, Dead by Daylight and... was first by like a year. Right, but Friday the Thirteenth had a chance to usurp it and fucked it up royally. Yeah, yeah. Like terrarium. And now there's a bunch of Chinese knockoffs. Yep. Oh, yeah. Sedge, real quick, going way back to the... You said that you played COD Mobile. Did you notice the publisher on the... Oh, right yeah. after I the noticed. Activision? I noticed. Tencent <laughs> Games. So they're just buying up everything. <laughs> of course. You can see their name on the new Men in Black movie as well. Really? Mm-hmm. Tencent huh. is not Tencent Games, dude. Tencent is... Yeah, Tencent is just a legit company. China. Right, Hell, they also do... Yeah. Uh, they do... Um, I think they actually do internet service provider and uh, network security in China. To be fair, is their uh, internet service better than mine? Because if so, they can run some fiber to my house. <laughs> well, they're based in China, so, you know. Yeah. You got a working toilet, right, so, uh, Shane? <laughs> I can run some yeah. fucking fiber to your house. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> hmm. uh, all right. I think that's a decent place to call it, though. 
for this episode. We're just going to toilet humor Perfect. now. So going to? We've gone to toilet humor. We've been in toilet um, humor. Toilet humor. Ah, uh, I disagree. I'm nothing but above brow humor. Wait, wait. Bullshit. There is one final horror game that I must bring up. I am bread. <laughs> is that just the horror of not being able to play the game? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Trying to play that game is a horror game. <laughs> and not for nothing, I did make it past the first stage with uh, 99% edibility. So. Very nice. I don't. Proud of I, you. I don't think I've ever gotten it through a stage above 50%. <laughs> I have no idea how much fucking work that took. uh so uh anton where can people find what you do on the internet oh the podcast you can find everywhere spotify podbean anchor apple google all those fun places uh we got a patreon if you want to check that out it's patreon.com slash discount podcast we got a facebook group which you should join because there's a lot of cool people in there, and there's always funny memes and shit. The maymays, as it were. Um, the maymays. The maymays. And if you want to have a laugh at my uh, failed attempts at YouTube, you can go find that too at Mister Arcade. And find. And I will. I will do my best to link all of that in the description of this episode. I should just start <laughs> rattling off random websites. <laughs> Don't forget to 4chan. hit up. I'm not going to finish 4chan.com slash discount podcast. We do not have a 4chan. Don't do that. Don't take us there. <laughs> uh, control? Well, as always, you can find me on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash control freak. Otherwise, uh, Twitter at freak control. Because someone took control freak, you rat bastard. Uh, and then facebook.com slash zguru review. Sadly, I, I have not been updating as much just because life has taken away my creative brain and all I'm left with is my lizard brain. <laughs> oh, I, I'm going to need that back, by the way. The lizard uh, wants it. But what? <laughs> I'll be left with nothing then. I'm going to have the slug brain. You know what the slug brain does. I'm I'm sorry. The lizard needs it. He's he has a job interview coming up. Damn it! I love that you built that up. Like you were gonna drop some big fucking punchline, and you were just like, uh, "The lizard um, wants it." It's <laughs> <laughs> the best delivery. Thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> light. Where can... <laughs> light. Where can people find you on the internet? I don't know why you I have us plug our shit. It's all in the description. <laughs> well, now you scared him away. Oh, dear Lord. Come back. Come on. We'll get the Scooby Snacks. Come back. I think he's nope. dead. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck. I actually killed him. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. This is why we uh, can't have nice things. Well, while I'm we the new try to get him... <laughs> While we try to get him to come out from under the couch, um, you can find us as the podcast on Facebook, uh, where you should join our group. 
uh, facebook.com slash group slash gaming casual podcast. You can find us on Twitter at gaming casual pod. We are on every major platform, including the one you're listening to this on, but we're also on Spotify, Google play, uh, Podbean, Podchaser, which you should go there and like the next wave podcast group where you'll find a bunch of other podcasts, including the ones you heard ads for at the beginning and the end of this show. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you want to leave us a review on Apple podcasts, we'd appreciate it because it helps the show get seen. Word. Has like, I think he's still, oh, yeah. Or heard. Has, has he come out from under the couch yet? No, yeah. he's still hiding. He's God gone, dude. Damn it. Well, scared him off, man. The hell. All right. Well, hope you guys enjoyed our not so spooky, spooky episode and we will see you next week with more spookiness yes good night everybody later toodles wonder soul wonder soul wonder soul hey i'm lucas the host of wonder soul a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences join me and friends each week as i discuss topics ranging from pop culture to real life conversations that all can find relatable new episodes bring new guests and new topics and release every friday more content can be found on wonder soul's youtube and twitch channels stay up to date and connect with wonder soul through social media by following us on twitter and instagram and we hope that you enjoy wonder soul wherever you listen to podcasts so do good and take care